Nearest Green is is the name of the guy who taught Jack Daniels how to make his fine mm-hmm. Tennessee whiskey. Hey there, Nathan. You nearest over there? <laughs> Why <laughs> Nathan got to play the banjo, though? Because he does. <laughs> What'd you do there, boss? Listen here, Nearest. I want you to go in there and make me some whiskey. Okay, Master Daniels. This is delicious. What did you put in this? Smells like slave tears. <laughs> Tastes like slave tears and crying. I love it. <laughs> Let's put it in a bottle and we'll call it Jack Daniels. You'll get no credit, no money, no anything. Damn. No reparations. I won't even let you motherfuckers free. (laughs) It's just a public service announcement. Hello, and welcome to Decoding 40. Let me tell you dudes what I do to protect this. The podcast where we fearlessly and ferociously explore, debate, and laugh at the complex inner workings, issues, and thinking of today's grown only describe us as soldiers, survivors. Now here's the crew. Allow me to introduce myself to Mac, aka Mr. Rourke, making all your fantasies come true. Talk, talk so nicely. Up next, I kicks the mad style, so step off the Frankfurter. Brooklyn's best kept secret, Alaric. Half man, half amazing. Let's not forget, Mr. Straight with no chaser, and Harlem's adopted son, Leon, aka L. O. I'm complex. I excel, then prevail. And last, but definitely. Not not least, the master of impressions, Whoa. king of the town, who's our favorite One, comedian. Two. I hope he becomes yours too. Now let's get it all in perspective. Mr. Vincent Perez. My family, what up? This is Decoding 40. You already know. Don't stop. No one can do it better. Better, 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 better. Okay, so there was a story that I saw recently about this uh, transgender. Tra- she's transitioning from female to male. She was a female wrestler, but because of the hormone therapy, because of her birth certificate, she can't wrestle as male. And because of the hormone therapy, she's way quicker and stronger than any other female, but she's only allowed to wrestle other girls. So it doesn't seem fair because they can't, they can't take steroids. They can't take the same sort of drugs. I I, I remember seeing something about that story. So yeah, that would be a good topic. Yeah. There's a couple of there's a couple of uh, stories like that. That the thing was a track um team somewhere where they had transgender I think they were f- they were men trans- transitioning to women and they were racing against women and of course they were winning mm. because you know there's you know men are faster than women. But I think they should just have their own you know yeah, maybe they should transgender have. Olympics or whatever. That sounds problematic, but yeah, yeah. We'll no one responded it. to that. Everyone, no, everybody was like, I don't know I'm about saying, that. I, I'm saying. <laughs> Not co-signing like, that. Save it for later in the podcast. <laughs> Can you see my cock to these uh, transgender shorts? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Jesus. So uh, then oh, we had sexual God. abuse in politics and in the church. Yikes. And who the hell wants to talk about that? I put that down there. <laughs> <laughs> Why? And Catholic priest. Oh, oh. You must have a Catholic priest voice. Have you ever been? Don't a worry about it, Timmy. Just come in here and let me talk to you about Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm so <laughs> drunk on this wine. I'm feeling a little fresh, like Lucky Charms in the summertime. Oh, you smell like Irish Spring there, young Timmy. Won't you pray with me and touch my lap? Oh. I'm rising like Jesus on the third day. <laughs> Shiver me timbers and scratch my balls. 
<laughs> He's a part-time priest and pirate. Hello. <laughs> Arr, she glows, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I got a funny story, but I'm not, you know, it's just a funny story. It's, it may be funny. It may not be. Mm. There's no anal raping or anything like that involved in it. It's just a regular... Getting back yeah, to spot spot. Have anal rape in them, so. No, with that vest, you look. You're gonna be anal raped. <laughs> I was wondering. I was wondering how long it's gonna take to get around in my vest. Wow. Would you be mine, my neighbor? Like, Would you like, be mine? Wasn't even thirty minutes. Reading Rainbow. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> so <like> Uncle Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Phil. <laughs> Damn it, Uncle Phil! <laughs> well, uh, I had a special event to go to. Well, it was the Uncle Phil casual, yeah, business <laughs> casual, <laughs> Uncle Phil over forty collection. <laughs> well, I don't know. I had a special. Well, we got a name for the show already. <laughs> I I knew I knew I wasn't gonna make it thirty minutes with the vest on. I'm saying and you, I was debating. I was you in the shot car. at me first. You, hey, hey, I was in the car. No, no, hold up, Papa, yeah, you I did, shot, I did. you I shot did. first. I did. I did. That's I did. It's okay. Okay. So dude, I was in the car. I was in the car, and I looked in the mirror. And I was like, yo, I got this vest on. If I take this vest in there, they're going to tear me apart. Yo. Like, I, like, and I'm like, nah, I don't want to be late. So I had to take everything off. Put this. I was like, nah, I'll just, I'll just rock the vest. And- this nigga, Mac, looked like he about to go order a dozen croissants. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have a dozen of your finest croissants? <laughs> With the butter on them. Yes. Yeah, man. This nigga needs a beret. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. Look one nice one day. Put some shoes on. I'll buy one. I'm sorry, man. It's okay. No, it's all right. I'll take mine. I'll take mine. Okay. I, so, I throw a lot of shots. As well. I know. So, right. I know. so why, don't, why don't we go with the Battle of the Sexes since it's on the first thing on the on the menu. That's interesting. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, we, got, we still yeah, got to do the warm-up before yeah. we do the Okay. Times. Okay. All right. Welcome, everybody, to It's your boy, Mac. Got my man, L. Yo. Rick. Vinny in the house. Yeah. We want to thank everybody for listening. We also want to thank everybody who's been texting us and giving us feedback on the podcast. We really appreciate it. Please keep doing that and send all your comments and questions to decoding40 at Gmail. And if you have a topic that you'd like us to talk about, please feel free to send it there or hit us up on social media, decoding40 everywhere, except Snapchat because we're too old for that. Yeah. But um, we love y'all. We love y'all. You know what I'm saying? And tell a friend. And tell a friend. And tell 10 friends. Yeah, we could be friends. Listen, so what's going on, fellas? What's going on in your lives, man? How you doing? Man. Anything good? Anything bad? Yeah, a little bit of everything this L- week. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, yeah, was a wild week. It was, it was a, a weird, weird yeah. week. It's a weird week for you me, know. Too, yeah. But you know what? At the end of the day, we're here. Yes, sir. We're here. Eh, how was my week? Hey, it was whatever. You know, another fucking week. Yeah. It's what it is. Sometimes the shit just breezes by. I don't even really remember what I did this week, but I did a lot. Did I did a I'm, lot. I, I did a lot. Well, I think uh, Mercury was in retrograde. Right here. So. Yeah. A lot of crazy shit. A lot of crazy oh, shit. A lot of shit happens something. to your cars and everything. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Not to get all, you know, call me now on you. you know what I'm uh, I have no idea what you're referencing. Call me now from. Call me now. The psychic hotline. Remember, remember her? The one? Oh. Hey, Miss Cleo. Uh, Miss Cleo. Cleo. Yes, yes, yes. Two beef party on your. And, I, and, I, <laughs> and your future. And your future. <laughs> she was not Didn't, didn't she die? Yeah, yeah she died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She couldn't even see it coming. Oh, I think wow. she Ba-da-boom. I think she got she got sued. <laughs> yeah. Then she back died. in the day. No, no, no. It was uh-huh. not connected at all. He got she got sued back in the days so or the company that she worked for got sued. Because she because, wasn't an actual psychic. Yeah. Yeah. But I think she died rich. I don't know. I don't know. That Miss Cleo made a fortune though. 
Miss Cleo thing made a lot of money. But she didn't own it. She was an actress. That may be, but I heard she, she had some. Well, she had let's some listen here, Miss Cleo. Let's Google can, her network. Listen here, Miss Cleo. Can you do a Jamaican accent for us? Because uh, I'm uh, Roger the Rich White Man. I want to make a lot of money exploiting people hmm. and uh, saying that I can read fortunes. But I need a black woman like you <laughs> that can, you know, put you out there. Kind of like Annie on those Popeye's fried chicken commercials. Can you do Can you do that? So, so is she okay for securing the bag? Who's that? Uh, Miss Cleo, does she not receive any um, negative? Uh, well, she don't receive shit now. She's yeah, she well, I mean, I'm just saying in terms of legacy, the way we think about her, is it? I mean, shit, we were talking about Step and Fetch it the other week, so indeed, Cleo the psychic. What's her? What's her part in history? Well, it was her, and then you had fucking Dion Warwick, right? So yeah. how, how do we regard them? That's what friends are. Were they for. were they just getting the bag? Or they was getting money. They, they was getting right. money. Come, have you seen, like during the '90s and '80s all them infomercials and? People showing up knowing that you don't you know they ain't use that shit. Jane Fonda pulled that lever, man, and everybody else was like, "Oh, a bag!" Mm-hmm. Holy exactly. shit! They what? lost a five hundred million dollar lawsuit. Wow. Who did? Was she the, named personally? This, the, no, the Psychic Readers Network. Oh, she was. She was just an actress. She was a spokesperson. She was a spokesperson. I guess they didn't see that coming. Oh, but <laughs> the Psychic <laughs> Readers Network had billed its victims for an estimated one. Billion dollars. Wow. Oh, but how are they bilking them? That's, uh, you know. Just keep them on the line. No, but that's not bilking them. That it, is bilking them. On the bottom of the screen, it says, for entertainment purposes only. Oh, that tiny ass fucking. Come on, uh, Come on man. You writing. got people at home who, you got that woman who lives in the hood. She has like 14 cats and she's looking for a man. And she's on a psychic hotline with her cats, Pepper, and the rest of and them. And was she or was she not Mr. entertained? Mr. Whiskers. Mm-hmm. She was entertained. I live in this house with these cats, and I'm looking for a man. Can you help me? And they said, yeah. And they kept on finding the call, call tomorrow. We'll have some more advice for you. Right. But People she are was, gullible But like she that. was entertained. I don't know. No, she. Be- they believed it. Obviously, if they got $500 million, they they probably risked their lives or jobs. You know, I called the psychic hotline, and he told me to quit my job and kill my wife. So I did exactly that. On the back of a pack of cigarettes, it says, well, I don't know if it actually says that in New York. Murder, death, kill? It, yeah, on the, on the back of the cigarettes in certain states and certain places you go, it goes, cigarettes will kill you. It says it on the box. Right. What do you feel about that, You know that, what you're right? getting for. So the, the type was so small on the bottom of the screen, and they, they, they say that they're going to help you. And it's, I, I kind of look at it like the same way televangelists work. They sell you this holy water that's going to change your life. What's that motherfucker's name? Which one? Which one? Peter really? Popoff. Oh, Peter Popoff. Yeah. Peter Popoff is the dude that sells the fucking water. Creflo Dollar. That's more. Yeah, that's his name is dope. He sounds like a rapper. Creflo, um, yeah, but is. Peter Popoff is the old. Peter Popoff sounds like a rapper. Yo, he looks. Yo, Peter Popoff <laughs> is this old white man, and he looks like Bob's Big Boy. Like you ever seen the Bob's he Big does. Boy, the figurine? <laughs> and he gets on there and says, "Look here, I can give you. You, you, you having problems in your life? Do 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 do." Are you not getting that job? Um, do you need more money? Well, if you buy my holy water, this motherfucker sells little capsules of water mm. and people get on there and testify. Soon as I got that water, I'll tell you what, a check came in the mail for like $250 million. I couldn't believe it. And then, and, and that's the, that's the testimonies. It comes on like late night. There you go. Peter Popoff right there. Popoff. The preacher, uh, that, 
uh, kind of blew my mind this week was the one that uh, exercised the uh, spirit of oral sex oh, from yes. the woman. Did you see that? Yes. No, I did not see that. Dude, you got to put it in your mouth there. Put so that thing out. Jesus. She's on the video. You're sucking the demon out of here. All right, spit it out. That's right. No, don't spit it out. Don't spit it out. Wait a minute. Don't. Swallow it. Please don't hit it on my trousers. Swallow the spirit. You need to exercise the devil out of your mouth. Take that out of his dick in your mouth and spit it out. That's what that motherfucker was All right. Swallow yes. that devil. Okay. And she was gagging and it looked like she was actually spitting out of her mouth. It was crazy. I never tried that technique. <laughs> don't, don't you, El, Elisan, <laughs> don't you waste a drop. That is Jesus' drop. Oh. <laughs> 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 and, and there just went all the church sponsors. <laughs> she. Not Creflo. They were going the first episode. Not Creflo. Not Creflo. Now Creflo, Creflo with us. Creflo about that paper. Creflo is the one that came in and literally straight up and said, "Hey, I need you guys to help me get this plane." Yes. No, sorry. This second plane, right? Because right, right. the one that I have is too small, and for I, all my bitches, go ahead. <laughs> and I can't fly far enough in one trip so I have to make stops and Jesus's work is not getting done when I'm in these stops so I need a larger plane so I can fly longer distances that's pimping that that pimpin right there there's a dude um, what the hell's his name you could probably look him up it's um, god damn what's the name of that guy uh, Slave Sermons right and he, it's a gentleman he does like these YouTube videos he talks about religion and um, black folks the need to want to be a part of religion and he talks about everybody and he talked about this one preacher white guy and he was talking about how he needed a jet and the motherfucker already had like two jets and he was talking about how I was riding one time well, it sounded just like I was riding one time down 56 route 56 and I looked up in the sky and I saw the jet I wanted so I spoke to Jesus mm. and we had a conversation I said Jesus he said yes I said you know what it's time for me for getting another jet and he had he did this sermon in front of his people his fucking flock mm -hmm. and was giving him money left and right. I don't I, understand this shit. I don't get it. Neither do I. I don't get it. I don't get that shit. I don't want to get all into religion, but wow. I just don't understand how you can live in poverty and watch your preacher drive up in a Rolls Royce. I don't understand that either. I don't get it. I, I don't understand how Bumping you can Kirk give, Franklin. Him, <laughs> give, give him your last $8 and they pull up in a 745. Yeah. And you know... Clean. I came up around the church and some of these people I know have like regular jobs and they're social work and I know they make $35,000 during the week and then on the weekends they're at church. But you're driving a $125,000 car. What, the uh, preacher? Balling. And then I go into the bathroom of the church and the hot water doesn't work. Mm. That's crazy. The toilet doesn't flush properly. That's crazy. And there's a leak in the roof. So we need a separate <laughs> well, brother, these rims fun. ain't going to clean themselves. <laughs> <laughs> that money has to come from somewhere. Uh, Opportunity costs. Cold water is cleaner than hot water. <laughs> Don't worry about that cold water inside that bathroom. My rims are spinning. And I've already bitches. deleted the building for <laughs> Yes. <laughs> right. On my three girlfriends, <laughs> Oasis, Oasis and Moasis. Speaking of girlfriends, what's that other preacher? How do we get on preachers? But anyway, this is kind of a fun topic. Um, <laughs> the dude that uh, was telling everybody that his wife was uh, the reason why he was on the planet and that everything he has to do is to serve Big her. dude from Atlanta. Yeah, bought I think his, so. He bought his wife like a, some sort of Porsche truck or it, something like that. No, nah, it was like a... 
It was a Bentley something. It was, it was like a Bugatti or yeah, something. Yeah, it like was that. something ridiculous. What? It was like a two hundred fifty thousand dollar yes. car. No, I'm talking about two hundred fifty thousand dollar car. It was it was it the car? Because I saw. I think I know you talking about. He bought her an expensive car. Yeah. I don't know if it was a car or truck, but bought her like a two hundred fifty thousand dollar truck. And the, oh, maybe it was a like a, a Maserati truck. Or something it was like something ridiculous. And everybody in church was like, well, you know, the pastor loves his wife. Right. Fuck out of here. Meanwhile, he's cheating on her. <laughs> That's why he bought it away. Did that come exactly. out? Exactly. Yeah, it out? just came out. Wow. Oh, man. It was she somebody gone. in the choir, wasn't it? I don't know who it was, but the chick is uh, dropping was somebody receipts in the choir. Social- was it somebody in the choir? <laughs> dropping receipts mm. on social media. And he's sending her a message like, oh, it's like that? I'm in your city and you can't call me back? <laughs> wow. Like, come on. After come I on, put man. you through college? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? I'm all them st- happy meals I bought you. stealing all these people money, giving it to you? <laughs> I, I, I got about 25 preacher stories, but uh, we can make that a whole segment. But uh, Which one's touched you? <laughs> Touch. I mean your heart. I mean your heart. <laughs> Through your anus. <laughs> Please, Pastor, no. Don't worry, boy. It's only going to hurt going in a little bit. Must have been Bishop Eddie Long. Eddie Long stroke. <laughs> thank God. Thank God. Oh. Did he make you wear that vest? That like has never. <laughs> That has never been the case. Thank God, I'm great. You know nah, shout no. out, shout Shit. out, sending love to, to to victims of sexual assault. Yes. So. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, saying, that's crazy. Note to self: put the trigger warning on the beginning of this show. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, every show yeah. needs the trigger warning. Holy <laughs> shit! There needs to be lights and sirens. Yeah, <laughs> Shots fired. We need to just what? change our artwork to just a just skull and crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> just Fuck four skeletons. Right. Four yeah. skeletons. Right. Four skeletons. We're going to change the name from Dakota 40 to <laughs> Fuck Your Ears. <laughs> this is a trigger warning. Take out the lube because your ears are about to get fucked. So how did we get there? Well, no, that leads us actually that that's actually can lead us into our 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 first topic, which is uh, sexual abuse in the church and um, and in politics and all of these things. And how is that not only impacting our community, impacting us, our families? What do you guys think? I think we can also add in schools. Yeah. Sexual abuse in schools, you know, for sure. And so but there's been a huge rise in teachers going after younger men of color not mm-hmm. just not just black men but you know latino guys and you remember that guy and and that woman and they had like had a fling yeah. and then they had a baby mary mary she, jane Latour. she was the oh, yo, she, she, yes. she was the fucking she was the she, rock him of <laughs> school teacher fucking you know she was the fucking god of that shit yo she, she started the whole shit son she was a, i think i think melly mel would disagree he, she was the melly mel <laughs> yeah, okay 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 she was, a, she was a she was a cool in the gang she was of, cool in the game of, of, of teacher diddlers <laughs> she was fucking that boy he was from the island of Tonga or something he was big boy looked like the rock or some shit like they that just, they just kept, every time they pulled him apart they came back together yeah she, he must have it's like they had well, how many kids they got they got like two kids two at least kids. two yeah he was slinging That's dick word don't even speak English Mar- <laughs> Mary Kay Letourneau yes. 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 yes 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 she she had a deer in the headlights and she wasn't that cute but some of the new ones and all the pictures of him, he looked like Big Daddy Kane. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he, yo, three, he had, three cuts in his eyebrows. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> Hold up. All right. He wasn't, how old was he? Was he like 14? 13. When 13 when started. Yeah. The nigga had a mustache though. So that's why he was able to pull up. <laughs> Bagging her. But uh, I've read a lot of um, different stories about why they, why 
they think that this is is going up like this more of these cases and they're, they're blaming social media really? because yeah the, the students and the teachers are connected more than they ever have been like outside of school and i guess you know but no, that just seems I'm, inappropriate i'm blaming it on freaky teachers that fuck social media. I, I think i'm in line with that yo miss mcgillicuddy well, the, the freaky teachers didn't have as much access oh i see the connection. so, they, so okay. the kids are always on their phone Teachers always on right. their phone. They usually you can hit them up. Yeah, it, it goes down in a DM. Yeah, yo, Miss McGillicuddy. They're usually in their twenties and their thirties, mm. and some of them are not bad looking. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you fucking a fourteen? Remember that one teacher who got fired because her ass was too fat? What? What? Yeah. What does that happen at? Well, she got she, cla- she. They were taking pictures of her and they were putting it on social media, and everybody's like, yo, "This is crazy." It's a teacher. She's really smart. She's wow. really good at her job, but she has a fat ass, and they were like, "It's causing inappropriate attention." Wow. Wow. Yeah. So we gotta pull it up. I'm find it. I don't know. No, I think she got a job back. Yeah. I don't actually think she lost it. I think she was just like suspended for a minute, but she didn't do anything. So they was like, you know, what she was like, my ass is fat. What do you want me? What do you want me to do? Uh, you know, drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> Principal called it. Look drop here. That, uh, <laughs> drop that knowledge like it's hot. Miss Johnson, your ass is huge. Holla at me. <laughs> Just to kind of say, you know, to add on what you were saying, the social media, uh, the social media aspect of it does sound, you know, plausible just because you're right. Kids are on there. Kids get to see, especially if the teacher's not that older than them, like they're in their 20s. So the teacher grew up on social media. So if she's putting all her life on blast and these kids are actually able to see what's going on with her, they can kind of get an insight of what's going on with the teacher, man. I'm just curious what that 14 year old said to this 26 year old that made her like, oh, I got to have this kid. Hey, so I got to say, it seems hey, weird. Get that pussy, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, check this out. Check this out. Yo. Let me, let me get that. Let me see what that mouth do. No I'm talking about. Let me see what that pussy do. Send me a picture of your pussy, girl. I can do things. I can do things. Shit. Lamar, the way you just say those things, Lamar. I think that you should be tutored. Yo, Miss McGillicuddy, you lit, yo. Right. <laughs> that pussy on fleek, yo. She had the panties and shit was coming out. I was, oh my God, son. <laughs> yo, you see Miss McGillicuddy's Instagram, nigga? She was just a kid cool with a pussy out, nigga. It was crazy, son. What was up? I straight up jerked my dick to her like three times, sir. So I sent her a dick pic. It was crazy, sir. You know what she sent me back, yo? You want to know what she sent me back, sir? What? What'd she send you back? Yo, she sent me back her pussy. She was all bent over with pussy sticking that weirdo. She had a candle in the ass. She was like, light it up. That's lit. That's lit. It was lit. Send me that pic. Yes, that's right, yo. She sent a picture bent over with a candle in the ass and she was like, that's lit. I was like, yes, Shad. That's fire! That's because you got your jeans around your knees. Yeah, but yes, yeah, she was feeding the shit. Yo, L, you got, I like that character. That was good. That was inspirational, son. I think the shocking thing is like, you kind of expect men to be Fucking pervs and, and fucking degenerates, but you don't expect that from women. That's women are pervs and degenerates. They just hide it better. Yes, exactly. They just hide it better. Because. All right. So social media aspect is there. What do you think about an overall, um, I guess, larger acceptance of pornography and things like that and them 
catering to those type of fantasies and them getting caught up in that shit. Like it, porn is everywhere now. And you couple that with social media. And I'm talking about kids and because come on. When you go to a porn site when you was 15 years old, it says, do not enter if you're not 18. you like, nigga, whatever. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? I want to see some titties. Yeah. Click. So, I mean, all of that Free shit. Cam. You know? All well, that when shit I was is- 15, it took us 15 minutes to see that titty. Right. <laughs> Actually, yeah. At 15, we didn't even have internet porn. No, we didn't have so internet. We had we magazines had and magazines VHS. Magazines and videos, yeah. And VHS. Oh, my God. You had to go to get the VHS, and they were like $35, $40. Right. Then the uh, dude in the that. bodega, you 18? Yeah, nigga. <laughs> I remember. Okay. I like big booties. <laughs> I had to ride my bike from Cambridge Heights to Elmont <laughs> over by St. Boniface Church. It was a little video store. Wow. By the church. It's about, I don't know, a three-mile ride. I've never porn. You purchased porn? No, I didn't purchase. Oh, that was, okay. that was, no, I was, that say, was back when you rented the videotape. So you rented porn. He went behind the curtain. Yeah. That was next to a I, church. I never bought yes. porn. Wow. He 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 went there to the was curtain. A, Good there job, was, Rick. There was a wall. There was a huge wall that separated the church, but Holy the video store was right Jesus. on the other side. Was there a hole in the wall that went into the back of the rectory? It was a glory hole. <laughs> was, there like, was there like a? Was, was it? It was a like, demon hole. <laughs> the demon would stick his dick in it. <laughs> did you put a quarter in? <laughs> he told me not to talk about it. Oh, <laughs> all right. Oh, so you, wait. So how did you rent the video? We had a membership at this video store, right? And um, really, my mother knew nothing about technology, which mm. was a VCR at the time. Mm. So anyone who did any renting was either me or my sister. Uh. So on the days when my mother wasn't around, yeah, I would ride my bike all the way over there. That would and be amazing if she would have looked at the catalog or the uh, the list of uh, movies that were rented. Yeah. And they would have been like, uh, ma'am? <laughs> yeah, Miss Campbell. Um- <laughs> we see you reading an E.T. <laughs> <laughs> the boys are back in town. And Back to the Future, <laughs> along with Debbie Does Dallas <laughs> and uh, Hot Pussy 16. You don't have to save the first Hot Pussy's 15 movies to understand 16. Just you can jump right in. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the thing. Like, imagine you losing it or back in the day, someone taking it from the crib. And now you got to explain to your mother or you, or the, the, he, she goes to rent like fucking on Golden Pond and like, <laughs> right. I'm sorry, but we can't let you have this. What's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> you still have hot pussies <laughs> 16, 17, and 18. And Bukaki probably- four, five, and six. <laughs> <laughs> I got what? I, I never read <laughs> She'd have been like, two, two of these are mine, but I don't know. <laughs> oh, damn it, man. <laughs> these other five, I did not I rent. got 16 and 17, but. <laughs> She's like, 15, nah, I ain't read that one. <laughs> no, so I, re- I remember, I don't remember buying it, but I do remember going in and like borrowing it from, from, you know, the family, different families' houses. Mm. I'd borrow a tape. And I got slicker. Remember the VHSs? You could like set the time code. You could set it back to zero. Mm-hmm. So you'd be like, all right, reset it so you know kind of where you were in the tape. Yes. So I would say where it was, I'd mark it as zero, and then I'd watch it, and then I'd run it back to zero, and then put the tape back. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jesus, he was Mission Impossible. Yeah, I was always, I was always, I was always hacking stuff, man. Jesus. Yeah. Hack with Matt. Uh, Jesus. I don't know. I didn't care. No. Nah. 
Actually, what was funny is when I moved out, um, I left like a small bag of porn at, at uh, my mother's a house. Small bag. <laughs> and it just had like. It sounds like a satchel. Yeah, you know, like, like, maybe it was a satchel. It was my porn satchel. <laughs> Don't fucking judge me. <laughs> but uh, I remember my mother calling me like, uh, so I found this bag of yours. <laughs> How it you was, know it was mine? It was sticky. <laughs> it was petrified <laughs> socks in it. It says Leon on the, on, on the side of the bag. <laughs> Baby, I know what type of nasty you are and what you like to look at. I don't understand the whole lesbian thing, but... Oh, the you, I got a story that's worse than that. Oh, no. So I had moved out and I had a trunk from like back in the day I had, a, had trunk. a trunk not a trunk full of porn but it was <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the trunk the trunk of porn what would you like my friend <laughs> so I had there weren't even videos they were just like the boxes or whatever the covers of them and um, I think it was uh, I had some it was in a box but the, the actual trunk was in a closet so it was at my grandmother's house so my grandmother being nosy one day mm-hmm. Goes into the closet and opens up the trunk, and it was like, it was a bunch of porn in there. You are a different kind of scumbag. You, 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 you kept porn at your grandma's house. First of all, <laughs> I was living there. It was in our oh, apartment okay. upstairs. Uh, like, I thought that was I had a porn stash. stash at grandma's house. <laughs> I thought that's what you. Yeah, were I thought that's what he was saying Yo, too. Grandma, no, hold this, grandma, hold this cocaine. No. And I'll be right back. No, it was in my room at my grandma's. Like we had moved back to Queens, mm. so I had my room in the attic. You know, in the attic. And then I had it inside this closet. So she was looking for whatever she was looking for. I opened up the trunk and she saw, I don't smell. <laughs> she went to my mother and my mother was like, well, why was she going through his shit? I mean, he's a young man. Did you just better than you ain't see, you know, mouthful of cocks or something like that. It was a bunch of lesbian oh, stuff. Oh, woman in there. So this brings me to a question. <laughs> <laughs> Keep yeah. it down, Yingling. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it down. I'll fucking kill you. Yes, me stop. She's been around for a long time. Yes, she is. <laughs> you are listening to Decoding. 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 40. Decoding 40.com. So this brings me to a question. Have any of you ever been caught in the act by your parents when you were a teenager? No. No. Yeah? No. Yeah, me too. Have you? Yeah, yeah, I was, got busted. It was it, it was, was bad. Mom it was, was bad. pretty bad. You go for well, it. Well, it could have been worse, but it was pretty bad. So, um, <sighs> this is a few exes ago, and this was actually the first time we had gotten together. I invited her over a couple of times before that, but nothing happened, and I didn't hear my mother calling me from the bottom of the stairs. Mm-mm. And then she comes upstairs, and she never comes in my room. Never. (laughs) And I hear the door open, and she's talking as she's coming through the door. Mm. And legs are up in the air. My back is to the door. I I didn't actually see her face, right? She closes the door back, goes back downstairs. So the girl is horrified. Of course. She's like... Wait, what are you doing? Why are you still going? I'm like, <laughs> we caught now. I gotta I'm finish. Like, She's not coming back. <laughs> She's not coming back. And her pussy knew, dried up quick. I knew based <laughs> <laughs> dry pussy now. <laughs> you can still finish. And dry. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> there is lube though. He's an animal. Wow, there, there's well, always lube. Come on, it was a little bit left. It was just enough. But yeah. I knew based on. The history of the, the, the dialogue about sex with my mother that I would never hear about it again. Mm. Oh, wow. And I didn't. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah. 
she she's gonna be on she's gonna be on her she, bed dying. She's like, remember that time? Wait, so <laughs> how, how was the girl when she left? Did she sneak out? Yeah, she out just rushed. Window? She just rushed out the door. She covered her face. She teleported. <laughs> she fucking teleported out of that house. <laughs> but she became. But that she just disappeared. She, she was my girlfriend for like three years after that. Oh wow! But my mother never saw her face. Oh wow! Ah, okay, so she didn't if, put if two, she, and two together, and she never saw the bottoms of her feet again. So ah. I don't think she knew who it was. Oh, okay. she knew. She knew. Yeah, she might know. Don't think I didn't know. That was dirty foot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can. I saw her toe, and one of her toes moved to the right toe. That was. I used to call her right toe toe. <laughs> I put two and two together. Oh shit! So I had cut school one day, and this was with my girlfriend. Girlfriend, my mother knew her all that, but I cut school. It was just an afternoon. We actually we had just finished. We had just fooling around. We were both butt-ass naked on the couch in the living room. Mm. DuckTales is on, to put it into context. Jesus, nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> duck- what the hell? Yeah, yeah DuckTales. DuckTales, <laughs> Come on, I was in high school. DuckTales. He had a thing for DuckTales while he fucked him. All right, okay. <laughs> DuckTales, honey bun, and sexual IC. appetite, my friend. That's <laughs> so all right. Swimming in that money. Quack, song. quack, man. Quack, quack, bitch. Don't quack, quack for me. Say quack, quack. Quack, quack. I'm about to bust this like a quack, quack. If it walk like a duck, a duck. Can you act like a duck, bitch? Quack, quack, quack. Let me see your waddle. Quack, quack. So, so I hear the door. Bust on your back. I'm about to, I'm about to nod off. Oh, she, she's later. I'm about to nod off. So you know, how, like when you in between, you're not quite sleep yet, but you like about to, like you know, your eyes fluttering. And I hear the door. I hear the key come in the door. And we live in an apartment. So as soon as you come in, you're like in the foyer and the mm-hmm. living room. And I hear that door open and, and my mother comes in with her boyfriend at the time. Oh, shit. <laughs> now, the funny shit about all of this is my mother was playing hooky from work to come home to have sex with her boyfriend. Oh, it was afternoon <laughs> delight for everybody. Holy shit. So we like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Ah, my mother runs in the kitchen. My mother's boyfriend, at the time, I didn't peep it, but he's walking slowly, and we run around, and we run in the back, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? Whatever, whatever. It's crazy. So we in my room locked up. We getting dressed, whatever, whatever. So <laughs> later on, my mother was like, I'm very upset with you. I was like, I know, Ma, duh, that you cut school. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, so this is going to be, this is all good. <laughs> and that kind of set the baseline for my, this is kind of set the, and I never got in trouble for that again. But then here was, here was the funny shit. So like, Three days later, because I was cool with my mother's, but he passed away. But my mother's boyfriend at the time, and um, so he pulls me, he says, uh, so, uh, you know. <laughs> how you so, know Keisha? What's up with Shorty? Nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how you goes, know Keisha? Uh, Can we both smash or what? <laughs> she, goes, got uh, aunts. <laughs> she got any aunts. Oh, wait, that's right. She was in high school. Sorry. I, I, he was like, I, I got to tell you, uh, I see why you like her. She got a badass body. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh. Wait, was she in high school? Damn it, dog. So then yeah, the next time we Max like, saw him like at McDonald's 18, yeah. and he was trying to holler at her. Yes. I see you over there eating no fries, girl. <laughs> yeah, Come man. on, we get so my cat that was, that, was, uh, that was a funny time, man. Jesus. Funny time. Nah, I never been nah, caught. Yeah. Never been never caught. My mother's heard me on the phone talking shit before. Yeah. I was talking to this one girl and I was like, that's why you suck my dick. And my mother's like, can you keep it down for crying out loud? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear who's sucking your dick. Come on. <laughs> the only thing that... <laughs> remotely happened um that's close to that is uh had a chick over and the girl obviously went in the bathroom to freshen up she left one single yeah one single strand of hair in the Mm. sink i guess Mm. my god 
Yo, my was your mom was, CSI? Yo, clearly. My mother was like, yo, who's in my house? I was like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? No one's here except me. Just me and all nothing. Me and Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So, but that. Whose talk, blonde hair was this? Yeah, really. Uh, it was brown hair. Yeah. It was a Puerto Rican chick. Um, that taught me a very uh, important lesson that women, as we have already identified, are fucking uh, detectives. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. um, you yeah, know, you know, you know. Uh, Marisol did this on purpose. She's like, fuck that nigga and fuck his mother. Cause I know he's just not fucking me, right? I know he's fucking Jessica too. So I'm gonna leave his hair right here. And then when she come over, she gonna know that I was here. Son, fuck that. Shit blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So we went from teachers what? fucking to yeah, us we, telling fucking yeah, stories. Yeah, we were talking about, we were to- so the t- <laughs> I don't know how we got over there, but. But the topic was, uh, you know, sex in, in politics and sex in schools and, you know, a lot of situations happening and how that's affecting our community. I'm, I'm surprised, like, recently they were talking about um, that priests were raping nuns. I'm surprised Jeez. that that's... Jesus. Oh, yeah. I didn't hear yeah, this. yeah, yeah, you know, This is the other scandal. Is this facts or is this real? No, this is real. Okay. This is real. Like, Damn it, man. Damn. Sister O'Malley, come see me for a moment, please. <laughs> oh, <God. That's laughs> no panties. But, but I'm, I'm surprised that it it's just coming out now. Wow. You know, because if you... If they've been... If, if some priests have been diddling boys and then you had... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them are straight. Yeah. Yeah. And these were like perfect victims. They're not going to say anything. And it's all wrapped up in the church. It stays in the church. Like, it, there's never any criminal prosecutions. Debauchery at church. But the stories were known. Music 11. You know, I don't know. The Roman Catholic Church has got a lot of Yo. dirty shit on there. But hands. you know what it but, is, is that they they were allowed to marry and all of that back in the day. I don't know. They changed, they changed the rules. My understanding is because of real estate and all of that. They didn't want the, if they the died, assets the assets to pass on. Yeah. But let them fucking have relationships, man. Come on, you. There's no way you. They having them anyway. You, exactly. Right. Illegally, and you but, know, I maybe, mean, rape is not in a relationship. No, yeah, but you're right. Uh, you know, they're having. They're having. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for clarifying. <laughs> yes. Like they're having Whoa. a rapeful relationship. Thank you, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you, Lo. Maybe, maybe not exactly. Yeah. She yeah. says no, but I say yes. <laughs> Shit. Throw a little holy water on oh it. Oh my it's god! Okay. This podcast is going to hell. <laughs> Whatever, man. Um, Just call Creflo. He'll. It's not. It listen, it it, I, I think you know. Personally speaking, you know, just knowing. Well, I don't know for a fact what these guys are doing. You just hear all these these stories. I just can't see how people can still want to go back to that church or still want to worship, knowing what's going on in the church. These are men. The Bible was written by men. So it's like you can you can speak you can you can basically go to church in your house. You don't have to go to a church. And what's going on right now with the the raping and the pillaging the poor, taking all the money, like what for what? But that's what's so seductive about it. You've attached people's salvation to this doctrine. So if you want to have a better life after this hard, miserable life, mm-hmm. then where else do you want to go? And not only have you been brought up generally into this kind of idea of religious dogma and, and afterlife and, and, and institutional uh, religion, that it's hard for people to break away from that. Mm. I, I was talking to my, my father-in-law, who is a, a professor of, of history, and it, he's, it's his opinion that if religion was proven to be false tomorrow, that the world would go to shit. No, but it wouldn't matter. 
That's what I'm thinking. What do you mean? It wouldn't matter. If, if it was proven to be false, people would still practice it. Yeah. It's, 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 it's the Trumpism of, it's the same thing. Like he's proven to be a scumbag day after day, week after week, and they still idolize him. Right. He's a criminal and they still don't care. And I think if someone were to prove that, they would be looked at as heresy. Yeah. So what's, mm-hmm. so what's Mueller looking the at? The person who would prove it. Mm-hmm. Th- I think that's why the Mueller stopped. Mueller. Mueller dropped the report. No, I, I think so, Mueller stopped because of well, Barr. Well, I think, I think what I meant but was that not, if people, not, if may, people stopped believing, like if it was proven to be false, people stopped believing, the world would go to shit. Cause that's, he believes that that's the only thing that's holding society mm. together because people feel like if they do something bad now, they're going to pay for it right. later. So that's what's keeping them Got it. Mind. Got it. Only maybe I, around actually, the world, yes, I agree maybe around that. the world. Uh, well, the reason why, the reason being because a lot of the laws are based on what's in the Bible. So that they kind of go hand in hand. So if you get rid of religion and it kind of, you know, you say, well, if, if there's no God, then who made the laws? And, you know, this, it would just be, it would be some anarchy there. I think more in this country than around the world. I think the around the world would still believe this country is already fucked. Yeah, but it's law. Because law people don't, be- most people don't believe in that afterlife shit. Cause if that was, a, if that was so strong in America, if the evangelicals really believe that, they wouldn't be as fucking racist as fucked up as they are now. Because, you know, Christ's teachings in its, in its, in, in its simplistic form has nothing to do. It doesn't say anything about being racist and all that. They just do that. They say they're evangelical, evangelical. They believe in God just so to get points. Yeah. That's I, like I, their fucking insurance policy for them. I said that and, a few podcasts ago is that they've sacrificed their real righteousness. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You did say that. And yeah. I don't think necessarily the, um, the elimination of religion would do much because it's sort of like how going to prison is not a deterrent, right? So if you're going to kill somebody, you're just going to kill somebody. And you knowing or thinking or believing that you're going to an afterlife, if someone were to tell you that doesn't exist anymore, you're going to do what you were going to do anyway. Like you may feel like, okay, I might be compelled more to kill somebody because there's no retribution in the afterlife. But really, you're not going to get up that much anger or muster to kill somebody because that probably is not in you in the first place. But if you're going to kill someone, you're going to kill them. Or if, th- if you rely even, on that I energy. I think even more than jail, the deterrent is that you're going to spend the eternity, the, your, the eternity in hell for some people. I'm not particularly a believer in, in. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I just don't understand philosophy. how people conceptualize hell. So yeah. it's. Going to Costco with your wife is actually <laughs> equivalent. No, I, to I, hell. I was I was listening to the other the show. Um, so I think really going to hell is just being relegated to a, a space where you watch disgusting people uh, who look like you and do the same thing you do, and you can't stop it. Hmm. I mean, I don't I don't necessarily believe what he's saying because I think that it is a natural instinct to know that murder and lies and deception is wrong. Because you feel it. That's based on that's based on society today and how maybe you think and how your your immediate surroundings have influenced your thoughts. Because you bring that shit to the middle of Africa where they cutting kids hands off for fucking for diamonds. They don't believe that shit. Well, that's not the whole population. Of course not. But I'm saying every, every society has a sociopath. Yeah, but every but, will do anything for there are people that will do anything for money. Yes, but those societies also have a Western influence. 
let's act like there's no society in this world that I very few. There are one or two little the mother, pockets hold on, hold on. that don't have a Western influence. I, I give you one. All right, that motherfucking island in India, where they where they stand that where the blonde the, the white motherfucker. I just want to get a picture. The white he, guy went. He was, he was like, trying "I'm to trying religion. to bring Jesus," and they were like, "Bula bula!" Stabbed that motherfucker. They shot that motherfucker with an arrow in his chest. He's like, "Wait, oh shit!" <laughs> Hello, <laughs> just wanted to bring the good word. Oh my god. I wonder if Jesus is there like you stupid ass. Good word is leave. <laughs> yeah. But they, come but they, on, but stop with the arrows. They yeah. were doing that to protect themselves. Yeah, because you know why? Because I read that back in the day, I'm I can't remember the twenties, thirties, whatever, that people have went there and a lot of them they got some sort of disease. They brought disease there and a lot yeah. of them died. Yeah. So and then they left them and they, they said, Well, we learned one time. No more people outside of us in this motherfucker. I wish we would have learned that in Africa. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, you know, they're an offshoot. That island is an offshoot of, you know, the descendants of people who migrated from Africa throughout the world. They were just on that island. Like I said, they learned one time. Anybody comes here, they can bring disease and kill us. So motherfucker came off the boat talking about Jesus. Like, we don't want you, Jesus. We don't want your germs or your Jesus. Now you get on the boat. He was like, now, now I believe in God. And yeah, they, they showed his ass. Well, we're going to send you to your God. Mm-hmm. All right, so we have- what are we sipping on today, fellas? Well, I like to relax with a nice Chardonnay, and I curl up with my blanket, and I put on my podcast, and I listen to Coding 40. Those guys are so great. They're like bald. There's one with curly hair. That's a real chocolate one I like. Those guys are great. I love to listen to them. Peace. Who wants to read? What I read last time. Let me read no, it. You, that, okay. No, I thought we were going to keep it consistent. Yeah. You, What's that? You just read it. Yeah. Oh, I'll read it. Do you I, want to read it? I don't know. Who's the character? <laughs> I'll oh, read it. Shit. It's, it's Johnny Fitzgerald, it's but. Johnny Fitzgerald. John E. John oh, E. Fitzgerald. It's a long label. I just. John E. Fitzgerald. So what are we sipping on today? We are sipping on John E. Fitzgerald Lawsony, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Very special small batch, 92 proof. 46% alcohol by volume. Got to add that in. John E. Fitzgerald's weakness was fine bourbon, and he faced temptation every day as a treasury agent with the only set of keys to the Rick houses. Taking from barrels was easy, but he didn't just take from the barrels. He took from the best barrels. Some say he was a thief. Others claim he was a man of great taste. This is the legend of Lawsony. Unlock the smoothness. And decide for yourself. So that's what we're sipping on this week, Lawsony. So think, he fellas? was a fucking whiskey thief. He was an alcoholic whiskey thief. Oh, you see, this barrel there tastes like fuck this. I'm stealing all of the best whiskey. I'm Johnny Fitzgerald, the fucking alcoholic thief. Call it larceny as I urinate on myself from drinking too much. <laughs> I didn't even believe that story. That was written by a it's, PR person. There was, there was definitely some That's marketing real, spin on that. There's some yeah. spin on it. Johnny Fitzgerald was a thief who took the finest batches. So what do you guys think of it? It's actually very good. It's, really like good. It. it's smooth. It is yeah, it's smooth. Really good. smooth. It's got a nice flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It does. Smoky, flavor. but yet full bodied. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I feel like oh, it, has, it has. It has some of the characteristics of John, of uh, of Jack Daniels, but it's way smoother. Yeah, super smooth. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the barrel that it's aged in. Actually, I like the bottle. 
I like the amount, the quantity. It's a good, a good, good price point. Good mm-hmm. price point. It's a good price point. How much is that? Uh, thirty-five ninety-nine. Really? Yeah. That's pretty good that's for thirty-five ninety-nine. Yeah, yeah that's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot going on with that bottle. The, the, the bottle design is. Yeah. Things okay? No, I just meant the size of it. Yeah, yeah, say, yeah, yeah. I mean the amount, but the bo- the design is not that. It, not you're not feeling okay. that? No. But I, I like when you grab it because it's kind of curved on the side. Mm-hmm. Right? It's kind of like a torso. We sound like some alcoholics right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the bottle. Yeah, I, I grab it real good. Actually, alcoholics wouldn't talk like this. Alcoholics would be more. Like, Shut up! Just pour the bottle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nigga, talk, nigga, you talking too much? Nigga, you just pour. Hold up! This nigga talking about the cuy with a bottle. Bottles of goddamn whiskey. Matter of fact, no. I got time for that. I don't got no time for that. I don't want no fucking ice. I want this shit to burn my chest, <laughs> motherfucker. The larceny, nigga. Just give it to me. He wants it to burn. It's called like He don't want it to burn. It's called larceny two times because I stole that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it invited me to steal it. It was named Lawsony, so I took it after I read the bottle. There you go. All right, so Lawsony is what we're <laughs> sipping on this week. <laughs> Check that out at your local retail. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. All right, so moving on to our next topic. What happened to the black middle class? Dun, Are we dun, still dun. there? Are we? Have we moved on? Is it just the one percenters and everybody else? Did you, you did you hear this study that said that uh, by 2053, um, black wealth will be at zero? Zero dollars. I did, no, I heard the guy that said it. Zero dollars. Yeah, I don't remember his name, but I mean, I don't know the I don't know the math or the science behind what he's calculating, but um, that's that's, but that's a scary thought. But that's not possible. A lot of not possible. No, a lot of it has to do with automation. Like no, he, he spoke yeah. about automation and yeah. how it was. What was that? Was that a? Oh shit. The white man is coming for us. Oh shit! Hello, everybody, run! Um, it's the kafa. <laughs> uh, no, it's not. It's, uh, it's sorry, guy. What? Somebody speak. <laughs> no, uh, they were talking about automation as a as an aspect, but that's going to be across the board. I mean, you know. But the the issue is is that black wealth now is already the the wealth gap is so dis dis disparate disparaging just. Dis- no. Disproportionate? Disproportionate. Thank you. It's one of those D words. Thank you. <laughs> D's nuts. <laughs> I'm sorry. Disproportionate <laughs> between white and black uh, folk that um, it's contributing to this um, idea that black wealth will equate to zero because you got to factor in uh, debt, the lack of investments, all, all those things kind of I like to know the calculus that they use to kind of get to that number. But um, it is it is a scary proposition that we're facing the reason why i say it can never be zero is because we are such hyper consumers like we buy at a rate higher than a lot of our counterparts but that, that but that, that actually contributes that to the economics of it, suggesting it does not contribute to to wealth it, no 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 it, yeah, it's true it does but there are there's certain things that we buy that we can only buy from ourselves even though that's there's a few things there, there aren't a lot of things like that there are a few things that are like that for example i'm not going to buy soul food from there's no soul food franchise that's that the I'm going second to buy. time you've used right. example <laughs> right but uh, okay but see let's, it's, it's it's accurate but let's check the economics of that where are you buying your produce from yes. where are you where are you renting yes. your space from yes Indeed, but I know a lot of people that have built multi-million dollar businesses. Right. Yvonne put a soul food restaurant here, whatever. Right. The thing is, is like you can't use one example 
uh, uh, to sort of cover the entire community. Uh, yeah, community. No, but there's other things as well. There's other things as well. Because once you once you factor in everybody's wealth, what if you don't have a it job? Goes to zero. That's that's a scary thing because you look around. I, I live in Brooklyn. You look around Brooklyn now, and in Bedsy, in Crown Heights, and all of these neighborhoods that are yeah. now super desirable, people are selling their homes. Right. You get one point five, mm-hmm. one point eight million dollars for your brownstone in Crown Heights, and in twenty fifty three, that will eventually be zero. So, but the question is, what what are they doing with that one point five? Are they moving down Facts. south? Are they moving back to the islands? What are, where are they going? You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know if there's been a study on that, but most people are moving to the south. A lot of people are moving to the south. Some people had no connection to the neighborhood at all, like maybe mm-hmm. it was a grandparent, right, or maybe it was a, a parent, and they now live somewhere else. But there's no, there's no bringing together of this black wealth. There's, it's not happening anywhere else. Like there's no other bedside happening now, where because people who people who start to get money, they they move outside. They move to the suburbs. They move to a Scarsdale. They move to drive through Starbucks. I got to get that. Huh? Sorry. Go ahead. It's Tourette's. When you say they move, I said drive through Starbucks. Go ahead. That's Max Tourette's happening. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> understand what that meant. I was bubble gum, nigga, bubble gum. Goat. Cheeseburger, nigga. I don't know what I'm talking about. Goat. For all my people in the burbs, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Well, yeah. Or you, you know, you move to someplace in New Jersey where um, there's not a black neighborhood. It's not a black neighborhood. It's not a, a, a progressive black neighborhood. So, so people aren't moving to like Cambridge Heights. They're not moving to St. Albans, unfortunately, because those are the neighborhoods that we once controlled and were decent neighborhoods, low crime rates, mm-hmm. good schools, but we're not, we're not investing in them. But I think, I think other communities have appropriated them mm-hmm. and they're doing that which African-Americans did 30, 40, 50 years ago. So I, so like the neighborhoods that you just mentioned, Cambria Heights, whatever, these are in Queens and they've been, there's a huge Haitian population that has moved into these neighborhoods now. So Haitians not black. Haitians are black. They're blacker than you. Well, you're twenty eight percent. Twenty eight percent Irish. Top of the morning. No, thirty three percent. Thirty two. Thirty two. So I'm, I'm actually he drinks thirty three percent of I'm the drinks. Take, I'm gonna thirty two percent Irish. <laughs> I'm going to take a screenshot of my twenty three of me and send it to all of you guys. Right. Matter of fact, we put it on the ground. We believe care. you. We see how much you drink the alcohol. Yeah. I didn't do it today though. No, what are you doing? I, no, not today. I'm pacing myself. I'm pacing myself. But um, yeah. So so these guys are they they are are who moving into those neighborhoods. It's not that we're not moving into those neighborhoods. I just think that we're kind of segmenting and splintering into various different sub communities, and I think that's cool too. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, I think also what's interesting is how do we define the black community, right? Right. So again, I I need to read the study to kind of really dig down into. What were the uh, factors that they used to well, I, I, uh, calculate all this? Well, they specifically said African American, so. I'm but how do you even calculate African American? Um, Those who say they are Im- African American, yeah, based I, I, on I mean, yeah, self identification yeah. for sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you you would count immigrants into that. No, but how so we we yeah we've talked about this before. So African American well, right is can be fluid to a certain degree if I don't dis- if I personally don't self identify as an African American. Mm-hmm. Then I'm not going to be included in. I would identify as African American, but well, I don't I know that I don't know the, that my I don't know that my parents would right, identify as African American because they have a home country. Right, this my is point. my home country. Right, right? but I, I, think I think the guy doing the study is white, and he's like everybody who's black. 
for everybody who's not white in this country uh, and of color in this country. Well, and then, well, I, and then, and then who, that makes it even scarier. Exactly. And then who who do you using to uh, calculate who's white? What people who are not black? But this is what I'm saying. I'm, I need to know more about what was what, what did he use to define all of these uh, categories? I, I think. I think honestly, you know, we're getting more involved in what he did or how he got the numbers or or, or got his, I guess, his um his information. Yeah, how did he define but all I, of these but I, categories? I mean, minus the definitions, I think one of the things that I remember hearing about it was basically automation and how technology is going to basically shrink the job market. And if you're not trained or you're not one of the people who are trained to fix this machine or fix this network or whatever, you're going to be on, you're going to be on the outside. Mm-hmm. And that's across the board, but it's always going to affect the black community. It's like unemployment is 5%, but in the black community, it's 10, 15%. Right. It's usually higher. So it's going to happen across the board. It's definitely going to happen in all neighborhoods, but black folks will be affected first right. because traditionally, and in recent times, there's not a black mall, a black car dealership or anything like that, that we are in a self-sufficient neighborhood. Who do we get Chinese food from? A Chinese person, right? Who do we get our deli stuff from? Uh, you know, a, a person from the Middle East, possibly. Right. I mean, so. Who do we run our apartments from? Whoever. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, I mean, the thing is, is that that probably because they because they're looking at what's happening right now and looking at the numbers right now, that's what they produce. That, that's what they predict might happen in 2053. If motherfuckers get their shit together the next five years, it be it would be different. You know what I'm saying? So it it all depends on. They're looking at what's they're taking a snapshot of right now. And if saying, we continue on the same course, that's yeah. Not, but then, could, uh, could be, I mean, there's so many factors, right? Because then you have to talk about what, what does the white population look like in that year? Well, first, they're, they're going to be considerably all, diminished versus what what they look like in 2019. But, so, but, but first of all, I, I mean, let, let's let's have this conversation. Well, we, we, I think I think he's saying that the study saying that we're all going to be diminished, but we get hit the worst. Just like when 40%. we forty percent, just like What's during 40%? the financial during the financial crisis, the entire country suffered, mm-hmm. but we suffered the most. It's no, just it. it's, no, yeah. it's, it's also. I'm sorry. It's also like there's a recent thing where I saw where why is it that if you go and buy a home, a home same specs as in a white neighborhood and a black neighborhood, why is my home a hundred thousand dollars, but in the white neighborhood it's three hundred thousand dollars? I mean, four hundred thousand dollars. The same but this type is, of, but this same is what I'm saying. That doesn't factor in location, 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 right? So, are we talking about two homes that are in the exact same neighborhood? Or are no, we talk? Okay, no. so mm-hmm. then there's a home of this the same size, same specs in this neighborhood goes for four hundred thousand, and in another neighborhood goes for five hundred thousand. Right, but neighborhoods so, change based on amenities, based so on location, based on closeness to. So, so if it's a if it's a predominantly black neighborhood, it's worth a hundred thousand dollars less just for being in a black neighborhood. That is what's depleting our wealth, right? But that's where, a factor. But where is the black neighborhood in proximity to Why resources? Does it matter? Okay, so it, let's take let's because location let's take, matters in so real estate. So let's take so yeah, but who decides that? That's the, that's part of the, that's part of the depletion of our wealth. The so man. If my brownstone is bigger than your brownstone, mm-hmm. but I live in Crown Heights mm-hmm. and you live in Fort Greene, mm-hmm. right? Your house is worth two and a half million dollars and mine is worth one and a half million dollars. Mm-hmm. So, okay, these are economic principles. So I believe me, I'm the first to jump on some racial shit, but if, it's supply and demand who's that's going to drive 
the cost and the price of certain assets. Mm-hmm. So if your home is further away from certain amenities, then it's not going to be as expensive or it's not going to draw the same amount of um, cost or price point that something that is closer. So if you're in Manhattan and you're in Times Square, you're going to get less square footage, pay more than you are if you're in Crown Heights. You're going to get more square footage and you're going to pay less. So what is Tribeca near near to? Why is that more expensive? Because it's, it's, it's not it's, it's not necessarily about its proximity to whatever amenities. It's all a, it's, it's also about who is trying to buy that. Well, it's it's in Manhattan. It's, it's value, right? It's in Manhattan. Right. OK, so like I'm saying, if it's in a predominantly black neighborhood, it's worth less no matter what the square footage. OK, let's talk size specifics. of the Because when you say black neighborhood, what neighborhood are you talking about? Any black neighborhood. Any I, neighborhood. I, I'm with him on that. I'm with him on that. We could, so I'm talking about oh, like let's compare Crown Heights, Fort Greene. And two, are we saying two, Crown two, Heights two, is wait, a wait, black neighborhood? I'm just trying to understand. Two neighborhoods, two neighborhoods 30 years ago were all black. OK, so what are they now? Fort Greene is now predominantly white. Right. And Crown Heights is? It's not safe. Not, well, it's not as white. Okay. Go ahead. But I just Fort, want to understand that we were talking Fort the same. Green, Fort Greene, it's, it's a nice neighborhood, close mm-hmm. to the city, close to a park. Right. Crown Heights, not far from the city, close to the park, close to Prospect Park versus. Further from the city, though. Yeah, but if you're talking about subway, no, not really. Not, not. That much. Not significantly. Not significantly. 15 minutes is significant. What you got to do is make a left to make another right. <laughs> okay. So let's compare. Let's compare. Let's compare uh, Crown Heights and Bedside then. Okay. Comparable neighborhoods. True. Yeah. But there were, there's more white ownership in Crown Heights than in Bedside. Now? No. I think that's the debate. Before the gen- oh, Okay. Before, before the gentrification. gentrification. Okay. So why is one worth more than the other? When you say more, because I I, I kind of dabble and I I look at uh, the cost. When I say of homes. worth more, I mean this house will sell for more than this house. So there there are homes in Bed Stuy that you can buy or purchase for one point two to one point five that are shells. Never. Are you serious? Five years ago, we were looking for a place in Bed Stuy, and the shell was a, a million dollars. So there's no way that it's one point two now. Five years later, you can still find shells. Or homes that need to be rehabbed. You can find them for 1.2 to 1.5. Show me. I, I will. I All right. Will. So so let's get back to some facts and some data. In 2001, there was a recession. 2001, according to this data, wiped out about 60% of black net worth. The recession then in 2008 wiped out about 40 to 50% of Latinx net worth. And today, what they're saying is a single $400 unexpected expense for African-American households leads to borrowing, selling something of value or not being able to pay for uh, not being able to pay it for four in 10 adults of color last year or African-American last year. So what they're saying is, is based on this. The median net worth of blacks and Latinx are respectively $11,000 and $14,000 
respectively. Who is that? That is their overall net worth. Who is they? I'm just basing it on a report from this guy from the, that we're talking about. So if the current trends continue, black household wealth is on the path to hit zero by 2053. So for the average Latinx family, matching the wealth of white families will take 84 years. And if continued, the black household wealth is on path to hit zero. So they're growing, we're shrinking, but overall, we're going to hit zero by 2053. A a large part of it is home ownership disparities. A large part of it is where we have our homes, but a large part of it is also investments. And and, uh, quite frankly, what what is not here that I'm clear about is what African-Americans don't do is talk about, plan for, and respect passing the wealth on from generation to generation. We do not do a good job of that. You're right. And and we don't take it seriously. And what happens is, is when we do get it, we sell it, sell everything, we spend the money or we fight over it and the lawyers eat it up and spend the money and all the money's gone. Well, I'll tell you, the first thing that we need to do is to think differently about the places where we live. Stop calling them the hood. Stop calling them ghettos. Why? This is a working class neighborhood. I don't think we call them ghettos. I think other people call them ghettos. I mean, but ghetto just means we call it ghetto. We call it ghettos and we try to. No, 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 no. I don't think Cambria Heights is a ghetto. No. And never referred to it. Never has been. But it's it's also not in that predicament. If you look at that section of Queens. Mm -hmm. Shout out to everybody who doesn't live in New York. Just FYI. if, If you look at if you look at that section of Queens, Laurelton, yes, Rosedale. St. Albans, Camber Heights, though that is the the that is actually the one of the biggest black middle class in the country. Yes, as well. I think as, it was like number as well as th- I think Ro- it was like number three. As well as Rochdale, Rochdale's number two in the country. But so we don't have we don't have that issue in that particular neighborhood. But then we're talking about the entire country, and that's all factored in, and it all contributes to. What does what is the black spending power? What is what is our our wealth collectively? So, uh, I fucking forgot my point. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to go back to the neighborhoods. The reason why our neighborhoods have been so easy to gentrify is because no one wants to live there who is currently living there. They're trying to get out, and this is why I think we have to think about how we change. Our thoughts about our neighborhoods. Our neighborhoods are not hoods. They're not ghettos. They're working class neighborhoods. You go to any other white working class neighborhoods Mm -hmm. and they keep investing in them. They keep investing in them until Hudson, New York is like this cool. But you know what, though? I disagree with that. Whether you disagree or not. I think there's a we're point not to that. investing back in our neighborhoods. We don't own in our neighborhoods. This goes back to black business. Right. So that's why we don't want to live in those neighborhoods because we don't own those neighborhoods. But it's more than that. It's more. Why than that. don't we my, own those hold neighborhoods? On, my brother because, said, OK, there's a there's a lot to that. So there was redlining. So there was a period of time where people were not allowed to get true. loans Absolutely. to be able true. to buy their homes. Absolutely. So there's that, that whole uh, scenario. But you have neighborhoods like Fort Greene, Bed-Stuy. Crown Heights, where that's not the case. Right, but then I have, I, I have a friend whose dad owned, or his parents owned, I have two friends actually, who uh, one uh, owned the Brownstone that was right across the street from Fort Green Park. Sold it. I mean, they got old. I mean, what are they going to do? They took the money and they moved. 
the kids is, the kids are now living where they want to live in different parts of the country, different parts of the world. But you, you're proving my you're proving my point. But but what I'm what I'm saying is, what do you propose that they do? I'm saying that that, that, that the reason that, why that, they're so parents. Easy, I'm saying the reason why they're so easy to take over and gentrify is because they're cheap and they're available. One point five is not cheap. But but I but so the can person I, can that I, buys a one point five million dollar house and puts another million dollars into renovation, that's cheap. So right. But if you're talking about black people who don't have that sort of wealth now. Who can't buy a one point five no, shell that's to, gone. to invest in? It's gone. Okay, already. what I'm what I'm saying is, even whenever what? whenever that period was, whenever that magical period was, if they didn't have the money to do so, then where did you see this transfer of economics occurring? So it has. We have to look forward in terms of. I'm not understanding the question. So I'm saying that. Please identify for me when. Let me let me let me finish I'm using your your line. if black families never had an opportunity to accumulate wealth to transfer it to the next generation so the next generation would be able to uh, take advantage of that when do you see this happening because if the kids can't afford to buy the homes and they've now moved down south or they moved out west they can't support two locations so the parents are like, okay, this house has become too expensive for us to maintain. Let's take the cash. Let's move down south. Let's move to the islands. Let's move somewhere else where we can afford to live in our retirement. There's no opportunity to pass on the economics or pass on the wealth. I'm going to take a place like Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, as an example of how this wealth continues to multiply because these properties are not only transferred on to the next generation, but keep increasing in wealth because they're buying them from each other. Right. So fucking Bay Ridge because so, the financial s- institutions are supporting that. Let's just go back to why I'm saying that gentrification is so easy in our neighborhoods because we don't reinvest in our neighborhoods and we allow it's cheap. It's cheap to this outsider to come in and buy a four hundred thousand no, dollars. I agree. For us, the price point is pretty high. I agree. So I'm. That's but what a I'm lot saying. of that is by this design. Is, this is. So I agree. Exactly. All right. Listen. So how do you overcome so we that? Agree. Again, uh, we agree. Uh, it's not we that we the disagree. The Malcolm X brothers hit it again. All right. Listen. We appreciate everybody for listening, and uh, thanks so much. This has been Dakota and Forty, another episode. Absolutely. History in the making. Catch us out in Miami. Make sure that you listen, subscribe, get on Instagram and, and Facebook. Uh, and Facebook. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We love all our fans and we want you to subscribe and to listen to us. We're on Spotify and other. Uh, Do we have fans yet? Uh, That's various, exactly what we did. Yeah. Spotify and uh, uh, Facebook. Kill myself. Please follow us on Facebook. Where else are we? Twitter. Yeah. Twitter and iTunes. That's not a fucking platform, is it? Fine. Sure. Well, God bless you. Subscribe. Peace. Subscribe. I think we're done. I think we're done. We locked in. This is Decoding 40. <laughs>